When a person loses the essence of themselves, what's left behind is a monstrous shell who craves only what it lacks. This is the story of the heartless. I mean, nobody's. I mean, hollows. That's the one, hollows. We watched Bleach, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Quiet Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, Weeb of All Trades, and one of the only great Latino representations in anime, PJ. And me, literally Lauren, our co-host in anime form, who is in complete denial of ghosts even though she could see them, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and newest member of the Soul Society, Lauren. Hello, I love the smell of bleach in the morning. I don't think that's safe. Well, I mean, it it does smell good. It does smell good. It smells like a clean house, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not hmm. saying I'm huffing bleach over here. I'm saying that it's nice whoa, to wake up to whoa, a clean house. Whoa, we didn't assume that. We just thought it wasn't safe. Not that you are a drug addict. Well, we all learn a lot about each other sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we now know, Lauren huffs on the regular. We are uh! continuing through Supernatural Month with bleach. Woo! Woo! I've heard of this one. Oh, you have? So tell me, uh, what what do you know about it? Tell me when you hear that name, what memories does it elicit or what does the name itself elicit? All I know is that people really like it. I just hear it brought up again and again as people's favorite or one that they really enjoyed. So I've heard of it. It's kind of like Naruto where like I know ab- about it in, the con- in a non-contextual way. It exists. That's the extent of my knowledge. So I really was just flying blind here like normal. <laughs> So then based on the name Bleach, what do you think this anime is going to be about? Okay, so it being Supernatural Month and the title being a cleaning product, I'm thinking this is a men in black situation. There's a group of people and they need to hide supernatural goings on in the world from the public. And so they go out and they're quote unquote like bleaching away all of these weird happenstances and weird things that are happening so that the public doesn't go crazy knowing all these supernatural things exist. So it's like I bleach, but for like, yeah, it's like I bleach. Yeah. When you see like something really like terrible. Yeah. You know, it's the cleanup crew, but very much more intense. Okay. Okay. Well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change? Well, I, I was unsure. So what I'm thinking is I got to be right at some point. I'm thinking this is an isekai because we have a gentleman here who is dressed in a very specific like ninja robe garb and everyone else is in more modern ninja. clothing. I don't know. Anyway, I think he's been transported forward in time. He is now this supernatural element that the group of like men in black elite people are trying to hide from the world because he's a fighter. He has a sword. Clearly, he's a fighter. So he's our supernatural boy, this redhead man in the front. I don't know if he yeeted himself into the future or if he was yeeted by somebody else. But he's here now. He's from the past and he is in the future and he probably has some 
some supernatural powers from his time travel experience. So he's learning to live in our time and has to contend with his amazing fight skills in a society where like those aren't super needed anymore. Okay. So that's okay. his that's his gig. And then I'll go in my circle as usual. The dark haired girl to his right or left is part of the men in black squad. So she really wants to move up in the ranks and thinks she can be a foil for this new friend from the past by being like his sparring partner or his best friend. But she's a little too eager to prove herself. Her heart's in the right place, but she's just, she's a little too desperate. And then moving on to the gentleman in the back. I'm very excited to see him. I've heard this show has good representation of minorities. So there we go. I think this is that. And I'm very excited to see how he's handled in the show. So I'm saying he's not a part of the men in black society, but he has the necessary fighting skills to fight this red haired man and like give him some sense of normalcy. So he's kind of like the consultant who's been like brought in to help give this man um, someone to hang out with and someone to be friends with. But he has nothing to do with anything that's going on in the men in black group. Then the man with the glasses is our historian or head agent on the case. So he's a smart boy and he knows how to introduce our red haired man into modern day society by like saying, oh, well, you know, back in your day, this is what this would be. So he's like our Phil Coulson, very tired of this shit, but he has it very much handled. And then last but not least is our red haired girl who is our men in black agent number three. She is the one with a lot of heart and is much more concerned about the red haired man's introduction into society and like making sure he's like mentally okay. That's so sweet. Isn't it? Yeah. So she's going to be the one who's like, but how are you like feeling about all of this though? So she's the one who's going to take care of him emotionally as he transitions into his new life. She's the mom friend. She's the mom friend. Wow. That's like not the only characters on this poster, Lauren. Is what what did I miss? There is this delightful little plushie on the left side of the poster. I thought it Rude. was just a stuffed bear. You watch Card Counter Sakura. You know more <laughs> better than that. <laughs> Disappointed. Okay. That's my bad. Well, then, let's say that the red-haired man was yeeted by somebody. He was yeeted by his nemesis, who then is now in this modern-day world, and he's disguised himself as this delightful teddy bear. And he has infiltrated the men in black society, and he's just waiting for his time to strike. But everyone thinks he's an adorable teddy bear, and he keeps getting picked up and cuddled and distracted from his mission. There you go. (laughs) Can I say, though, (laughs) what I love and hate is, like, even if you were like, that's just a teddy bear, why wasn't it included in anyone else's character description? Like, what purpose would it have served otherwise? I just right. thought it was a cute little teddy bear. I don't know. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> did you not play with, like, stuffed animals when you were a kid? Oh, I did. Absolutely. But, you know. Did not each one have its own personality? Like the diabetes bear from that one candy <laughs> shop in the mall? Oh, my, oh God. my God. The Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. If you, if you have a Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory in any of your local malls, there is a bear that they have at the front of each of the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factories. And it is this big bear that sits on a rocking chair and it looks like it has diabetes. Yeah. And I don't it mean looks- that in a mean way. It looks like it has diabetes. <laughs> it, you can tell like it has a lot of foot pain and it looks like it's in so much pain. It's like a week or two from getting one of those things amputated. Like, for sure. <laughs> Oof. It's true. If you've seen one, you 
know. That's just facts. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. <laughs> well, let's hope we don't have to cut out the legs from this prediction. Oh. By hoping that it's right, I will figure that out by watching episodes one and two of Bleach. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We had Lord Watch episodes one and two of Bleach. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? I will never, ever get a prediction right. But this was super fun. Your prediction was so, like, accurate. What are you what talking about? What are you talking about, about Skylar? Her prediction there, was so insanely no, inaccurate. Yeah, it wasn't. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's an elite force of people who are fighting supernatural powers, but they are not trying to hide them from the world, and it's not an isekai. Literally? Well, not the isekai part. There's and a Rukia's lot of... Rukia's personality? Rukia's personality was okay. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much everyone's personality was wrong let's be no. clear hold on i'm not yeah. talking about personalities well, i guess the personality was thematic- wrong the plot was wrong every uh, the only thing she got right was that it was supernatural which isn't fucking hard to guess no we're supernatural no. skylar <laughs> no she mentioned kind of men in black which is pretty accurate what of the soul society and people you even men in black when we watched it because like people fucking forget also you're talking about how they're like bleaching Mm. things Mm -hmm. and guess Mm -hmm. what lauren originally when i read this manga back in high school i always thought that uh it was called bleach because of his hair because he used to get made fun of for having that is not why it's called bleach but guess what it's because uh (laughs) they're bleaching people's souls that's it yes Oh, also, see. the creators are really big fan of of Nirvana. Yes, yes. Oh. There's that one scene in episode one where you get a little bit of Men in Blackness. So I guess to that extent, Lauren was dead on for that one scene in episode one. Look and, at me! And when she was going around saying like they were bleaching like darkness out of stuff. So yeah, I don't think Lauren really got there. I'm I'm really happy I you interpreted really interpreted that. that. Like, you think, I think I'm so much smarter than I actually yeah, exactly. Am. I think you heard more than was said. I know. Oh. I mean, you probably said one thing about Bleach and like... You were, were like, like Fuck, she's a she genius. Yeah, I was like, damn, she doesn't even know. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Bleach a little bit more. So Bleach is based on the manga by Tite Kubo that ran in Weekly Shonen Jump from August 2001 to August 2016 for 74 total volumes. The anime was directed by Noriyuki Abe, known for directing such other great hits as Yu Yu Hakusho, Ghost Stories, and Tokyo Mew Mew, and was done by Studio Piero for TXN from October 2004 to March 2012 for 366 episodes. The series is set to return this October as it adapts the final arc of the manga, which the original run never got to, the Thousand Year Blood War arc. Oh, God. There were also four anime films for Bleach, Memories of Nobody, The Diamond Dust Rebellion, Fate to Black, and Hellverse that released between 2006 and 2010. There was also a live action film in 2018 written and directed by Shinsuke Sato. In addition to all of this, there have also been two trading card games, 25 video games, 10 light novels, several art and data books, and eight live stage musicals collectively known as rock musical Bleach or Birumiu. That's incredible. <laughs> there was also a spin-off one-shot manga and subsequent anime film titled Burn the Witch that released August 2020 and October 2020, respectively. Wow. With that, let's jump into episode one and two. Ichigo Kurosaki, a 15-year-old high school student with orange hair, brown eyes, and the ability to see spirits. As he tries to protect the spirit of a little girl from a hollow, he witnesses a clash between the malevolent spirit and a female soul reaper. Later, Ichigo is met by the same woman again in his room, 
she introduces herself as Rukia Kuchiki and explains to Ichigo the basic duty of soul reapers is the act of soul cleansing or bleaching. The hollow named Fishbone D returns to absorb Ichigo's high spiritual energy, attacking Ichigo's home and Rukia is wounded. In order to save his family, Ichigo desperately takes Rukia's power into himself and becomes a soul reaper to successfully defeat the hollow. After discovering Rukia has enrolled in his school, Ichigo learns that she has lost her power and that he must pose as her substitute until her powers can recover. Although he refuses his responsibility at first, Ichigo eventually accepts after realizing that he cannot just turn a blind eye if he encounters a hollow again. After Ichigo and Rukia r- run into their classmate Orihime, we learn that her brother was killed years prior. Her brother, Sora, can be seen watching over her before he is taken by the hollows and turned into a hollow himself named Acidwire. Acidwire appears and attacks Ichigo and Rukia before Ichigo shatters part of his mask, revealing his identity. Ichigo learns that hollows are corrupted remains of souls, and the reality that these aren't just faceless monsters weighs heavily on him. And that's episodes one and two of Bleach. Very intense. Very cool, though. I've never seen anything like this before, but um, I really liked it. I liked the world building that they did within these first two episodes. So, so. let me tell you about my history. Gather around, Lauren. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... <laughs> I started reading manga like when I was 14, et cetera, middle school and early high school. It was like all shoujo. Mm-hmm. That's it. And um, when I got into high school, uh, my bus ride was like 45 to 50 minutes long. Um, and it passed like three different schools on the way. So what happened was like within the first week I met this girl named Ashley we just like really hit it off and we're like oh yeah we love like anime and stuff and she's like oh have you heard of the the manga Bleach and I was just like no (laughs) what is the most popular manga of all time (laughs) listen (laughs) I literally just ignored anything that wasn't like Ayashi no Sears Fruits Basket Uh, but you know what I respect that you were a shoujo girl not really into the shonen scene Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. She like, okay, so the next day on the bus, she came with like three volumes of bleach. And she's like, here, read these, return them the next time we see each other on the bus. And this like happened like for a long time. She's also the one that introduced me to Zatch Bell. And so like I uh I read like 37 volumes of this manga, and there's like 72, I think. You're like, I don't know. I've heard somewhere that it's 70 something, <laughs> as if I didn't literally <laughs> just say 74. Uh, okay, I got to like 32 or 37. Who knows? There's like a five book difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get all the way through because Ashley stopped riding the bus. Uh, she went to a different school. Oh, so sad. And I just didn't like pick it up <laughs> because I was in the middle. It was one of those like, if I'm going to buy a manga, it has to be like one of the shoujo I was like, that you really like wearing or, right yeah super reading and then like going into this month i was thinking it was like it's crazy how much like of the manga i truly read but did not watch any of the anime that's insane and then when i turned on like the first episode i was like oh no i watched so much of this anime how did i completely <laughs> block it out like this song started like the first op started i was just like and it just like fucking like it hit you vietnam flashbacks (laughs) in a good way but um i was just like oh damn oh wow damn pj does not have a bright future the dementia is set in (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I personally, like, never super got into Bleach. Mm-hmm. I would watch it here and there. So I have seen, like, good chunks of it. Like, I've seen, like, big swaths of it and whole arcs. I've actually never seen the beginning until now. Because, again, it was just a show I would, like, I'd be like, oh, it's on Adult Swim tonight. Cool, I'll watch it. Like, I don't Let's care. Watch some episodes, sure. Yeah, but it was never a show that I was super into. But, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I've always known how good it is. Mm-hmm. I think I just never wanted to put the commitment in to watch it's it. Long. There's I mean, lot. it is long, right? But also, like, because I didn't start from the beginning i was like and you know this is back in the day it wasn't so easy to just be like oh well i'll just find it on netflix and go back to episode one you know mm-hmm. it was like oh great i picked it up on episode like 110 like how am i gonna go back how <laughs> am know? i supposed to see so, more like, i just actively didn't engage in it because i was like how am i ever gonna watch it mm-hmm. but now you know i'm curious in revisiting it but that's neither here nor there i enjoyed what we saw yeah you know and knowing obviously kind of a lot of where this show goes you know i think it, it is a really good setup for it it's not something it's not like you know to reference another uh, Noriyuki Abe show it's not like a Yuhaka show where it takes a while for you to get to what the meat of the show is mm-hmm. I actually was like surprised how early on we get everything in the show knowing again where it goes like i was like oh wow like he's already a soul reaper by like episode the end of episode one like that's yeah. so fast because i again i kept thinking back to you haga show where it's like probably like the whole first like you know you guys go so long before you even get into the spirit detective stuff and that's like not even the meat of the show before you get into the dark tournament and stuff Mm-hmm. And I think I just keep referencing Yu Hakusho because this also plot wise kept reminding me of Yu Hakusho. Yeah. In that, like, oh, like regular person who's like a, a, a bit of a street tough kind of gets roped into being part of this like Reaper society. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were watching it, the part where the bullies were like butting heads with Ichigo. He was just like, yeah. is this Yu Yu Hakusho? <laughs> and then for the rest of the time, he referenced Men in Black. And I referenced then- it once. I want to be clear. <laughs> he was like, Men in Black. This guy was like acting like the entire rest of the two episodes. I was like, is this Men in Black, the animated series? No. <laughs> it was literally this no. time where Rukia was like, oh, I like, we're like, not even Rukia was like, but when you're like, oh, the sisters forgot what happened. Completely That's the Men in Black shit. Yeah. For the other actual reference I got making was Kingdom Hearts, because this is also just Kingdom Hearts. Right? (laughs) Even, like, down to, like, so, you know, if anyone's played Kingdom Hearts, like, and watched Bleach, like, I feel like you can kind of obviously tell the, the correlation between, like, the Hollows being, like, these people who have lost their souls and become mm-hmm. like things craving souls to something like the heartless or the nobodies and there's that part where when when each goes like i've taken the power where he like fucking like seppuku's himself which yeah. is straight up out of fucking kingdom hearts when sora <laughs> seppuku's himself to save all the princesses of light Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, the unofficial useless princess of seven. And, and the only other reference I made was, oh, is this also Doctor Strange? Oh, yeah, I, when she I like, had punches doctor- him out of his body. <laughs> and she forces him into the astral plane. Yes. I was like, oh, she Doctor Stranged him. <laughs> uh, when he found out that Orihime's older brother's name was Sora, he, he's like smacking me on the back. He's like, see? See? Kingdom Hearts! <laughs> Is this just the Kingdom Hearts prequel? Is that what this is? This is yeah, you, uh, you, you, ha Kingdom That's Hearts. Birth by <laughs> the Bleach edition. <laughs> birth by Bleach. Lauren, what did you think of this anime? I really, really liked it. The family, not the family, the dad stressed me out. I fucking love the dad so much. <laughs> 
he's such a fucking psychopath. But also, just, it's such a funny reason to rationalize why Ichigo's already so good at fighting and like yes. has really good battle sense. Yes. No, I thought it was uh, a great explanation. Just every time the dad pops in to just <laughs> wail on his son, I was like, what's happening? And I like that he's like, oh, I've taught you everything you need to know. I've taught you everything I can. Like, <laughs> that training arc ended episode 1.5. Like It sure did. No <laughs> montages here. Wait, this is post-dad training arc, pre-Soul uh, Reaper training arc. <laughs> um, I also, let's talk about the, the poster of his dead the wife. The dead mom poster. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love that it is this huge, like, movie production style poster. It was so funny. I think funny. That's, that's true love right there. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. Now. <laughs> let's amazing. talk about Lauren. Oh, yeah. Let's talk anime. about Lauren's character in this anime. So, oh, for our listeners who don't know... <laughs> Lauren, uh, we've talked about this here and there. Lauren actively refuses to believe that ghosts are even a possibility, like even a minutia of a possibility. And I, I don't true. get me wrong. I'm very similar. Like, I'm like, ghosts aren't real. Mm-hmm. If they were real, there would be more evidence until I see actual evidence. I refuse to believe they exist. They're just really but, slippery, PJ. Nope. nope. No, uh, Skylar, Skylar very much believes in ghosts. But that's not here. She does. There. But- uh, and you know what? Most people do. Because anytime I tell people I don't believe in ghosts, they're like, but, but, but. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> but no, no, no. I am not a crazy person i am not a crazy person like lauren is if someone were to prove to me and show me unconditional proof irrefutable proof like irrefutable proof that ghosts exist i would believe them Mm -hmm. i lauren i has actively admitted that she probably still wouldn't and but to protect her own sanity it's Honestly, as soon as Kareen was like, I don't believe in ghosts, and the other sister was like, but you can you see literally them. She's see like, ghosts. yeah, but I still don't believe in them. I went, that's my, that is my, that's me in an anime. I finally found my representation. It's this little girl <laughs> who actively doesn't believe in ghosts. See, we told you, Alex, our patron told you, everyone told you, Bleach is great for representation. Representation you matters. Found yours. Here it is in Bleach, like a lot of other people. Look at me. Kareen's a queen. And we love her. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, there's just a few of us that have this stubbornness. We (laughs) get it. It's to protect protect your brain uh, from From being too scared. Yeah. See? Yeah, it's self-defense. Sure. Sure. I think it is, honestly. Like, I think it is like a denial of, like a reality because i think if you were to ever acknowledge that they were real you'd have to like change your like worldview in a, in a certain sense because like mm-hmm. it would just rewrite so much Everything. of what you believe like it's such it's not like oh you've based your life around not believing in ghosts but it is such a fundamental tenet like ideologically because ghosts in themselves present such a bigger question and such bigger conundrums that it would mm-hmm. unravel so much of what you believe it's true yeah yeah let's talk talk about toru honda in this anime i don't understand this reference what you're making what's happening it's orihime i i why is orihime toru just because they both so like apologize sweet. once in a while yeah and she's so sweet and she's also a little dumb look i think no. that's like where the comparison orihime. ends yeah, no, Orihime is fantastic, and like she's her. strong as fuck, and I love her. She's amazing. I feel so bad for her with her dead brother. And her terrible, Yeah, you'll find a lot of dead skills. siblings in anime. Oh, They're not terrible. They're just unique. <laughs> oh, you're so nice, Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to. I want to taste what she's doing with bananas and green onions. Like, what's that mm-hmm. about? I don't listen. There are some crazy taste combinations out there that when you first hear it, you're like, that can't possibly be a thing. Then it turns out to be a thing. So maybe one of them is a genius, like the fries and the frosty situation. But there's got to be others in there that just it's out of because of necessity, because that's just what's in her kitchen, right? And mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm. go well. What was right. the first recipe? It was like Robin and Taiyaki or something. <laughs> <laughs> Then, like, no, thank you. I literally just, like, zoned in on the bananas and leeks. I was like, what? (laughs) Listen, I think from all the other characters' reactions around her, too, I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound good. I think we're all in this camp of just, like, no, I don't. I don't think that's right. <laughs> but she's very sweet. I really like her. I love Orihime. She was like, again, this was like my first like introduction to like Shonen and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn, she's hot. Wow. She is. God damn. But she's not pretentious about it. Yeah, you know? she's not like vapid either. She's like ditzy, but she's still like a smart girl and like very nice. And I love her. Yeah. And I mean, like there's even, I mean, I got this impression. I haven't watched past the first two episodes but where she kind of very much puts on this front when she's out with her friends where she is that really happy care more carefree person but she has a lot of weight when she's at home and she's not the same Mm -hmm. so yeah I don't yeah I like her a lot she's not vapid she's wonderful yeah she's best girl and anyone who tries to say Ruki is I will punch them in the face we will fight and it's on site I'll I'll hold them down for you, Skylar. Um, how did you feel about the hollow designs? They were creepy. They weren't scary. I didn't have to like close my eyes. It wasn't a like Titan or a Ryuk situation. But okay. um because I was curious about that. Yeah, no, but they were they were very creepy. They definitely they followed their assignment for sure. Yeah, no, they were cool. I liked watching the fight scene in the first episode. That was super cool. It was very tragic though, watching the the dead brother become a hollow oh yeah like his soul being eaten by the other hollows is so like creepy and like tragic yeah but i think it just it really demonstrates like the pain that they're all in Mm -hmm. and like when uh part of his mask breaks off like the whole time he's just like screaming you're just like oh let's put that mask back on that was unpleasant oh god yeah when he was (laughs) um when he went back to the I guess the ghost plane and was getting reassembled after he'd gotten it shattered. That was that was so sad, but so horrifying at the same time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that's got to be the rest of the plot. That's my guess for where this is going is where the soul reapers. Yes, are. Yes. Um, yeah. OK, I wanted to make sure that I was getting it right. But the soul Basically, reapers are Shinigamis. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the ones that are going to be hopefully learning to save hollows instead of just like straight up killing them you got to kill some of them but there might be some that could be redeemed redemption arcs not all hollows are bad (laughs) (laughs) hashtag not all hollows (laughs) see or hashtag yes all hollows hashtag all hollows eve oh Oh. my god (laughs) (laughs) i'm never gonna see halloween the same again i still won't believe in ghosts but I won't see it the same ever again. Okay. What if ghosts look like hollows? Well, that's what this anime is saying. Yeah. They're yeah. bad. They're bad ghosts who are going after yeah. good ghosts. At <laughs> first, in the very beginning, the very beginning, right? Because this is when um, Ishigame is fighting the bullies. At first, I was like, he is very passionate about name? these. Is that is it Ishigame? I can't remember. <laughs> it's Ichigo. Oh, no, Ichigo. Wow. 
listen, I don't know. Anyway, um, he's fighting at first. I was like, why is he so obsessed with these flowers? Then I found out it's a grave site for a little girl. And I got yeah. sad. I love like the chains that they all have on them. I was like, that's that's great. Like representation. Yeah, it's um, a very clever way to show that they're still tethered to something or someone here. Right. I mean, like I said, I really love these two episodes. I think they're like, they cover so much ground that I like, I wouldn't have expected them to cover like not in a bad way. Like, I think I would have assumed that we would probably get like three episodes in before we even got to like Ichigo becoming a soul reaper. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it it speeds at the right pace. Like, it doesn't hold your hand into the universe. It's very much like here you go. You know, I think the fight, the fights are obviously great. Like the fight against the first Hollow was really cool. The fight so against good. the second Hollow was really cool. I liked that the Soul Society was like, you know what, we're gonna hook it up. Everyone gets Motorola razors. <laughs> The most hotly <laughs> desired cell phone at the time. I had a Motorola Razor when I was in high school. Let's talk about Chad. Chad's great. I love Chad. I love Chad his name. Chad doesn't come up much in this. He doesn't. He was yeah. only like maybe two lines of dialogue. Yeah. Maybe well, I mean, two. He's a man. He's a, he's a man of few words. Yeah. In general. Okay. Okay. I get I can see that vibe for him. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. We had some slight audio issues this week. I did what I could to even everything out, but if you caught some blowouts here and there, totally are bad. If you didn't hear any of that, then fully ignore this. We're perfect and have never made a mistake ever. If you're craving more Kawhi disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Later today, we will be posting our first Kawaii Desu Archives episode, where we remaster and release our old bonus episodes, with the series kicking off with our Ghost Stories Halloween special. We will also have our Reduce Redo for June releasing soon, where we revisit last year's Pride lineup and have Lauren watch Banana Fish. So if you want to hear Lauren's thoughts on what a banana fish might be, want to hear Skylar cry her eyes out all over again, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content we've released or have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons. Starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums, and our Kawaii Desu patron, our $3 tier, Eliza L. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we continue through Supernatural Month with the case study of Vanitas, our gold star anime for the month. Now, back to the podcast. But Chad, again, one of the first, like, actual decent representations of a partially Hispanic character. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, it's sad that it took that long, but it's so cool. Well, one can argue there was other representation uh, before this. Most of it racist, but... But yeah, no, this was like, the context is that it's it's good and, you know, yeah, it's actually representative of the people that they're trying to represent instead of mm-hmm. 
awful mm-hmm. stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, one of my favorite things is um, is hearing the Japanese pronunciation of Spanish in this anime. <laughs> because his because eventually you get a lot more like powers obviously it's an it's a shonen power scaling happens people have like these things called full brings which uh like humans with like some spiritual ability can have an ability called a full bring and his is called uh el brazo derecho de gigante which is the right the right arm of the giant he also has a brazo izquierdo del diablo which is like left arm of the devil but they say that, but in Jap- in like a Japanese accent. Braso derecha de gigante. Braso izquierda del diablo. Like it's very like Japaneseized. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can honestly imagine someone in Jap in like watching the Japanese dub, not knowing Japanese or Spanish, just being like, "Cool, that's just something in Japanese." That's just that's Honestly. just more Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they were trying to me. translate the Spanish. Yeah. If if we'd ever gotten that far in the English dub, I would have been like, that's just Japanese because <laughs> I don't right. speak either. But fun for PJ, I'm sure, since he does speak Spanish. It's Are you still true. able to understand it, PJ, you with the Japanese? <laughs> yes. With the Japanese overtone. Okay. Like uh, he has a power that's like la muerte, but it's like... And I'm not, that's like not me trying to like be like messed up about it. You know, it's just them trying their best. And they're I respect trying their it. Best. Yeah. Right. You know, the fact that there's anything is incredible. Yeah. No, it's, it's just me. so yeah. funny like, listening to the Japanese. It's always, it's always interesting to listen to someone who doesn't speak your language try to speak your language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. you respect them for trying, but you can always be like, oh, wow. Like, my favorite thing is sometimes Skylar says, oh my God, the other day we were ordering food and. I asked Skylar for something. It was a, it was like a plato de something, like something, a plate of a something. Uh, I forget what the exact thing was. And Skylar was like, oh, he wants el plato de... And I was like, <laughs> I need you to stop right now. If you say one more word like this, I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I usually do not default to that. But since I was talking to my stepmom, who's very like white, I was mm-hmm. trying to like phonetically say it for her. I mean, I get like, it though. Did like- I mess up the word though? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get it, right? Because like you, some you kind of like I don't. I mean, you guys aren't bilingual, but like when you're speaking in a different language, you do speak in that language. So like I will say things very white when I'm saying them. If I'm saying a Spanish word while I'm speaking English, I like have to like switch my brain back to Spanish. Because if I'm just like it's it's a similar thing. Like if I'm saying like my name is Spanish, like mi nombre es Pedro Jose. But if I'm talking to someone in English, I'm like oh my name is Pedro Jose. Like mm-hmm. because like I'm just saying it in English, which is like weird to think about because like. My name is still Pedro Jose, but I'm like, you know, saying Pedro it in the language Jose. that I'm speaking in. And in the language yeah. they're speaking in, I would say it, Pedro Jose. Just like in the language they're speaking in, it's El, el Brazo de, you know? <laughs> exactly. El Brazo yeah. de Gigante. De Gigante. Same. <laughs> so, like, I understand. I respect it. I just like having a Hispanic character. Again, yeah. we talked about this in one of our bonus episodes uh, when our when our Eternal Dusty patron, Alex, asked about, you know, when we found representation for ourselves in anime. Uh, Alex, 
having found her representation in Bleach as well for the first time, because uh, Bleach also has, um, you know, black characters, it has Hispanic characters, like, again, what I really like about Bleach is that it has a very varied cast, mm-hmm. like, diversity-wise. Mm-hmm. What if I was like, it also has white characters? I mean, it does, which is, I mean, not no joke. These characters are Japanese. I know we talk about this all the time. Anytime we talk about weird racist stuff in anime, where mm-hmm. like, you know, people try to gatekeep anime and be like, oh, Hinata isn't black or whatever type of stuff. Uh, but these characters are Japanese, <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah. Like, I They're think Japanese. white people see them and are like, ah, yes. The, the, there's the, me. There's me. That's me. It's not. <laughs> They're Japanese. Uh, so, but Bleach, you know, cool. has, you know, later on you have like, you know, obviously there's more than one black character in Bleach, but your most important one is Yoroichi, who is a super powerful, a super powerful character. And again, a black female in the show. So like mm-hmm. she, you know, was a very big like representation point for a lot of characters. There's also a lot of black artists on their soundtrack. Really good, again, for some of that diversity. And mm-hmm. I guess even for some people, it's probably like, oh, that's not that much, but it's more than we get in a lot of places, especially in it's anime. True. Yeah. Because, like, not I for nothing, they don't that. necessarily have to be diverse. They're making this for Japanese people. Exactly. Something that I've always kind of like loved, or something I've always kind of respected about anime is that no matter how popular anime has gotten worldwide, anime as a whole like usually like the creator community has pretty much made it unanimously obvious to people like hey we don't we understand that we're popular in other countries we're never going to cater to those countries we're making this for japan and if other mm-hmm. people tend to like it that's totally fine we love that we love that it's getting an audience but we're not going to make this more palatable to a different audience uh so like you know still having that representation is important but they're not like oh america loves this time to make this americanized exactly right. Yeah, they don't fall into that trap that Hollywood does. Media is more universal these days. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of mangaka and anime artists, directors, producers are also consuming American media. So Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot more like crossover happening. And I mean, same thing with American media. You see so much American media that is so heavily inspired by anime. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of... Pacific Rim. I was about to say the same thing. I was going to say like Avatar The Last Airbender, but okay. Yeah, that's true. You know... Yeah, um, but like you have the same thing happening on the other side. Like they they do also consume American media, so they are influenced by it and reference it. But I don't think that's them playing into or like trying to curry favor with international audiences. I think mm-hmm. their main demographic is always going to be a Japanese, Japanese audiences. audiences. Yeah, I agree. It does feel it feels more. I don't want to say targeted, but it does feel more contained, I guess, for the people they know they're making it for. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of its success. Yeah, there's very well, few times where international audience has any effect on an anime. One of the only examples I can think of, and obviously there's probably a lot more, but it's something like Trigun, which Trigun was a massive failure in Japan, but did so well in America that it was able to like get a sequel movie and stuff. Like Literally just because it did stupid well in America. Yeah, good for them. So you guys gave me a really hard time about the teddy bear, but I didn't see him in these first two episodes so like um, actually, actually Lauren, if you waited until after the credits you would have seen him so and they even now we have... know now we know you didn't watch after the credits i yeah. waited until 
until Hulu took me to the next episode. Wow. I waited. I waited for the countdown to go out. Yeah. And then Literally, it took me to the next one. His name is Cone and he comes out and, you know, it goes like, look out for the next episode and blah, blah, blah. And then Ichigo from like the background or whatever is like, you're not even in these episodes. So like and like throws him out. <laughs> He's actually really important, Lauren, and you're being very dismissive of his I'm not. I was just saying I hadn't seen him yet. So what's his deal? Where does he come in? That was my question. So he's just at this point, he's just like a mascot. Yeah. At this point for you, yes. Oh, God. You know what? Honestly, though, like, regardless of everything, I just really respect what Bleach, is, what Bleach does with its story. Again, I love that it, like, kind of gets you straight into the business. Yeah. You know, you feel set up in the world. Like, you know what's kind of to expect. You've already got, like, your big, like, emotional conflict for the first part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's a reason that Bleach is one of the most iconic manga series of all time and anime series. You know, right. I do think the anime suffers from a little more filler and people do tend to fall off towards, like, the late middle part. And then, you know, people then are like, no, come back after the filler arcs. <laughs> oh, um, right. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, not for nothing. Like, this is the same problem, the issue and conversation we had with Naruto. Yes. It's... The big so three were so like it's it's hard to state how popular the big three were like the big three were like money printing machines, you know, mm-hmm. like they were the biggest thing like One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, like they were absolutely huge. So the yeah. fact that they were all running at the same time in Shonen Jump, like Shonen Jump was like basically printing money. So they mm-hmm. went, they rushed to uh, get their anime adaptations done as fast as possible, uh, which was fine because like, you know, there's at least like a few months of like chapters and stuff to publish but the second you catch up you know they they weren't gonna just like slow down and be like cool we'll pick up a season in two years when there's more content to publish you get those intense filler arcs because it's the curse almost of the big three and even with the modern big three you know you kind of have the same issue where but i think anime is a little better about it these days just because the hatred that kind of has been born of filler arcs they don't happen as often nowadays we Mm -hmm. wait a lot longer between seasons but we get less filler back in the day it was like no you're not gonna wait we're just gonna give you this weird filler arc that means nothing and it was always so disjointed because like it had nothing to do with you know anything that came from the magaka Mm-hmm. I mean, at least they weren't Game of thrones it, right? No, they were, though. That's no, they what, would, like, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist is. Um, That was, like, a whole thing. We're seeing a lot more reboots of anime right now because it happened with Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon Crystal, and it especially happened with uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like, a lot of people have a very nostalgic love for Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. It's, like, way more comedy-based. And just, like, the characters are there. You still see the same characters, but literally, like, the roles and, like, they're, like, everything is so insanely different. It's crazy. Mm. And just, like, where the the birth origins of certain characters come from and, like, the creation of them, you're like, oh, that is literally so different from what happens in the, like, original, like, manga and stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're getting all these reboots that are, like, retconning all that stuff. 
so that they can go back to the original. Yeah. And luckily, living in the time that we live now, there are people doing the Lord's work and giving you like extensive lists of episodes you could skip when you are like watching anime now, like from back in the day. Like that's what got me through season five or season four of Sailor Moon because it's literally like 70 something episodes and most of it's filler. Oh, no. And so, yeah, they're like literally skip episode like 22 through 27 or seven. You know, good for those people. Honestly, if it wasn't for them, I think people would be a lot more angry. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I think as we again, as we talked about, like, as we move to like the more modern big three, because like, the current big three are like widely considered to be like Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia and Black Clover. Or if you're one of those people who like likes the dark big three, which is like this like subset of the big three that's like been born, which is uh, right now it's Hell's Paradise, Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, you know, all of those are shows that like people like are actively like always like, what do you mean I have to wait two years for the next season? But like, I guess I'd rather that than be like, all right, here's the filler arc for Jujutsu Jutsu Kaisen, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I would rather that, too. I hate... I can't Honestly, though, okay, listen, because I love Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I would... You know how we get those, like, weird chibi, like, spinoffs? That's what (laughs) I want to see. Give me that for filler, please. (laughs) All chibi, please. I want to see Chibi Gojo fighting with the chibi um, Nanami. Hot takes from Skylar. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, again, uh, Bleach has so much going for it in terms of its story, in terms of its representation. I mean, we talked. I talked about you know the funny, like kind of the funniness of like the the Spanish in Chad. But this show is mm-hmm. actually super Spanish in general. The entire Hollow World is Spanish, which is that racist? I don't think so. But who knows? Maybe it is racist. <laughs> oh no! But oh, like no. the Hollow World is called Hueco Mundo, which is hollow world in spanish uh its capital is las noches there's a, a place in it called garganta which is just throat in spanish like everything it's very spanish the hollow world huh. right is this was this a precursor to coco <laughs> this is coco <laughs> i mean and even like even as we talk about like the most like the really powerful uh like the most powerful arancar which are the hollows with like the toward masks uh which mm-hmm. are like mo- like the really big bad guys they're called the espada which is spanish for sword like you know the more i'm thinking about it like oh yeah, yeah no this is like a hella spanish uh the villains are hella spanish if i'm being honest right maybe he liked maybe he liked the spanish language maybe he took a spanish like, class instead of an english class and he was like yeah. wow this shit slaps and he decided to use it for his world building yeah well i yeah. mean it is a pretty romantic Oh, it's a beautiful language. I mean, it is literally a romantic language. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, like romance, romantic languages don't necessarily have to do with love. But I do love the use of it in this show as much as Uh almost as much as I love the music of this show. So let's talk about the music for Bleach. So let's talk about our OP for this anime. The OP for Bleach, or at least the first OP of many, is Asterisk by Orange Range. Yeah, 
Lauren, what did you think of that OP? I thought it was very fun. It got me very excited and very intrigued for the show. We jumped into it like right in the beginning, but I really liked the visuals as well. I thought it was a very good OP. Yeah, I liked it. I had a good time. Yeah. It literally triggered so many locked away memories for me. I fucking love this song. It slaps so fucking hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really I like this song. I think it's one of the first, uh, thinking back on like my anime experience, it was one of the first anime songs I heard that was like a little more hip hop inspired instead of being mm-hmm. more poppy. So I really fucked hard with it. Like it was like this, because sure. uh, I saw this well before I saw like Samurai Champloo or anything. Right. And yeah, no, I fuck hard with this OP. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. It's had a lot though. I mean, it would, right? Having Yeah. I think, I think you said I think five or like, 600 episodes? I said 366, nowhere near that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I doubled it in my brain somehow. So our closing song is Life is Like a Boat by Ria Fu. Nobody knows who I really am. I never felt this empty before. And if I ever need someone, I'd come along. Who's gonna comfort me and keep me strong? Dabi Wamada. Lord, what did you think of that ED? It was a complete 180 from the OP, which happens sometimes, but I still enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice compliment to the end of the episodes, and I I liked it. I would have it on like a, a coffee shop playlist that a I would have to. A coffee shop oh, playlist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I, I was like, this is the first country song I've ever heard on an anime. Oh, I was like, oh, this is definitely like Nora Roberts or something. Some shit like that. I'm so excited to see where we win with for our modern contemporary <laughs> our artist artists. Oh, like, no. I think we all heard something different. I did not hear country. This is so literally this is like 90s soft girl country. Mm. I'd say it's definitely like 90 soft like rock. Yeah, that's what I thought. Too. I think y'all are fucking deaf. You know what? I, Let's oh jump into God. it. Let's just go for it. No, no, no. Let's jump into this it. This is too well, country. I was confused. For one modern contemporary, what modern contemporary artist should have done this anime OP and uh. outro? I don't even know. I'm saying it wrong because I'm bad. You guys are wrong. Lauren Let's is jump into Asterisk by Orange Rage. us right now. <laughs> oh, uh, you can go to my Spotify and literally I, I'm literally going to pull up what my Spotify search was for when I was trying to find a song for the outro. It was 90s girl country. <laughs> that is not where I went to find my PJ song. went with the Dixie chick. No, but they were on that playlist. And also, they're the chicks now. Yeah, I know. Just the chi- oh, they're just the chicks? Yeah, they are the chicks. And I love them. I support them politically always. Ugh, this is going to be fraught. I learned who'd you pick for that OP? This one was very hard for me to pin down because the... The beginning and the ending are they feel so nostalgic for me. And um, I knew there was someone like them I'd heard before, but I just couldn't I couldn't find the perfect fit. But I ended up going with Angels and Airwaves. 
their song The Adventure. I see it for the beginning in the end. Yeah, it's not a good it's not a good I think even for the beginning in the end, it's a little sadder because I think this is such a high, like positive energy song Mm -hmm. and Angels and Airwaves is like sad. More emo. Sure. So, but I totally see. I think vibe wise, for just the beginning and the end, it is it is good. Right. No, I like. I I definitely went in the direction that Lauren went. Oh, all right, Taylor. Who did you go with? <laughs> I this does sound so fucking nostalgic, and I was so yes. cocky before I went. I was just like, oh, this is very like uh, reminiscent of like Lincoln Park, where it's got like really melodic parts, but you got that like cute little white guy rap. But like and- Lincoln Park doesn't mm-hmm. have anything this positive either. No, no, I know. That's why I was. Dark, yeah, I was like jumping into their newer stuff because, like, a lot of that was very, um, uh, very soft. But mm. they're like the rap is basically non-existent, and it's like too soft. So there, I couldn't find a middle ground. Focusing on the beginning and the end, I went with "Headlines Read Out" by We the Kings. I love We the Kings. Yeah, I like this again for the intro mm-hmm. and at like mm-hmm. the beginning and end. I yeah, I think yeah. it's a lot better of a vibe match, but I do think it's a lot Been slower because sure. uh, like the bleach is like da 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 da, and this is like da 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 da, you know, like. But it feels it feels more you know uplifting. Yeah, like than if you played this was. at like one point seven five times speed, it'd be like great yeah right yeah yeah i like this i like this choice yeah i was kind of stuck in like a 311 kind of thing i don't think i have a great choice i want to clarify i think my choice is i couldn't because obviously again to find something that has the beginning and the middle is really hard so i Mm -hmm. I went with something that focused on the middle but had a similar vibe to in the beginning and end so uh so i ended up going with uh Touch the Sky by Kanye West and Lupe Fiasco. Oh. oh. I do. I really like this choice. Yes, I'm glad I you went for the middle. Yeah, it, it's definitely better than mine. Uh, yeah, I think you you definitely take this one, PJ. You got the best option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Now let's get to the debate. <laughs> So we're I gonna, still want to go second. So we're going to go for outro song, uh, which is, uh, again, Life is Like a Boat. Oh, my goodness. Listen, this one I also was able to find pretty quickly. So now I'm just like all up in my head about this. Look, um, I could easily be wrong here. But even listen, regardless of whether you guys had a better choice, I, I really don't understand how you don't hear the 90s soft country in this. Like this is I, a 90s soft country song. Maybe you haven't listened to enough 90s South Country to know that that's what this is, but it is what it is. I understand what you're saying. Like, it definitely has elements. It just reminds me of like the coffee shop, like, like more Nora genre. Jones vibe. Yeah. Yes. John I more. agreed. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, we can I'm all be right or wrong one. in this one. I went with Linda Ronstad, uh, Desperado. You realize this is country, right? Is she? This is soft country. I'd never heard of this lady before. I literally fucking can't believe that your selection is soft country after you've been in here in my fucking DMs yelling at me that I was wrong about soft country when this is soft ass country. You fucking guys, regardless of what you think country is, this is soft country. Again, I think this is where the fundamental disagreement is happening is I think you guys don't know what genre of music I'm referencing. It's this. It's Linda Ronstadt. It's 
It's some softer Shania Twain. It's, you know, it, it, there's a lot of music in this genre. Linda Ronstadt is in this genre. I think she's a phenomenal choice for this. And it's soft country. Yeah, her voice matches completely. Yeah, this is like, a great accurately. choice. Like, wow. And the pacing of this song is incredible, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. This is literally a country song she's covering. Oh, wow. I feel so redeemed personally. Vindicated. Well, yeah, I guess I just haven't listened to much... Um, 90 soft country but i guess we ended up in the same the same side of the fence yeah, after all very much so <laughs> skylar uh what'd you pick um i i kind of took the easy way out and i just went with lisa Loeb. uh stay we uh, skylar, this, is, this is like the third time you picked stay which is fucking soft country <laughs> really then why does she show up on best girl all- <laughs> best girl alternative music pj oh yeah lisa love lands and it's lands way more on the alternative spectrum of that soft country genre but like but she's still in the genre she's still itself. in the soft country genre mm. Uh, mm. oh my god no yeah lisa love is way more alternative than she is soft country but it's the vibe is good for what you went with the vibe is good i think it is the easy yeah. way out but i do think linda rodstadt way better choice oh yeah i was trying to match the voice more so than the vibe and i mm-hmm. think lauren just absolutely hit it out of the park perfectly like thank you it just like the it just sounds so fucking similar yeah yeah when i found her it was serendipitous i was like wow she sounds the same so speaking I of desperado by linda ronstad uh desperado mm. is actually a cover of a don henley song uh who actually collaborated and is featured on the song that i picked walk away joe by trisha yearwood i like it i think there's way more of a twang that i would like for this song um i do have to apologize though pj because i literally typed into google what genre is lisa loeb and it came up as country pop yes so- like i said <laughs> 90s girl pop 90s girl country regardless of whatever arguments we were having having linda ronstadt was the perfect choice perfect yeah <laughs> I still like your choice, PJ. I, yeah, I, I, and I'm, I, oh, yeah. I think we all had yeah, good choices, good. ironically, considering I thought we were going to like fight about all of our choices. <laughs> I still think <laughs> we you like landed wrong. perfectly. Uh, and I'm glad that I feel like you guys now know what I meant. Thank you for teaching us about soft country. <laughs> and you're welcome that I was strong enough to look it up and apologize <laughs> and concede. I'm glad we're I all am, about the growth. I'm glad you we're know? all like bi- the bigger person here. <laughs> yes. Me being the biggest. Oh yes, of course, oh, Skylar. Okay, Skylar. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, uh, I think uh, it's a good way to close out. I think we had great choices for our OP and ED, which means there's only one thing left to do, which is watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lauren's closing thoughts on the anime. So we're going to do that, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional fights, some additional bonkais. And now, <laughs> Lauren, tell me, after all of that, mm. Bleach, obviously, as you saw, has, you know, grows a lot throughout its time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of power-ups, a lot of changes to the characters. And obviously, throughout all of it, it, it maintained its status as one of the most popular manga of all time, one of the most popular anime of all time, for different reasons, right? Its story, its representation, its battles, its transformations, the art, uh, the character design, all things that have been praised in different mediums and different formats by different people but i'm wondering if any of that stuck with you as i ask you the question lauren would you keep 
watching Bleach. I, when watching the first two episodes, thought it was it was fine. It was a good anime. I was having a good time. I wasn't sure if I was going to continue watching it, but then seeing kind of more of where it goes and getting introduced to more of the characters, I am very intrigued and I do want to see how it un- unravels. So I would keep continue watching Bleach. You love to see it. It's the villains, wasn't it? It was the villains. They're all so cool. <laughs> They're all really good. <laughs> wow. Bleach has some of the best villains in like anime. What a rogues gallery. That was just so impressive. <laughs> but yes, you have to live to see it. a Kawaii success in the book. <laughs> Tell me, Lauren, uh, who's your favorite character through all of this? Well, Urahara definitely gets a shout out from me because I do love me a smart boy. But uh, it has to be Kareen because like same queen. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> just because we relate so deeply. Listen, we're just like the same person. So <laughs> uh, That's a great yeah. reason to like a character, right? Is that relatability factor? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Kelly, you've read a lot of the manga. You've seen a lot of the anime. Tell me, uh, you you have a lot of context. Who's your favorite character? I'll tell you who it's not. It's oh, Ishida. Fuck that, that guy. Is not the question. <laughs> Our new segment. Fuck <laughs> who Ishida. Was your, who no. was your least favorite character? Uh, it's a show, Maru. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's always Shishomaru, the no matter amount, what anime we're watching. The amount of Shishomaru hate Lauren has made into her personality is fantastic, <laughs> and I love it. Anyways, you didn't get to see a whole lot of him, but my favorite character is Chad. Is it because I'm extremely attracted to him? Possibly. Mm. Is it because he's best friends with Ichigo? Yeah. Do I feel like Chad deserves a spinoff, a little cutie fun time? Yes. <laughs> Um, well, because just... Chad loves like super cutesy things. Oh, because like obviously he's like a very big personality. Like he's a very stoic like personality. He's a very big tough guy. Right, right. Uh, but he like has a very big soft spot for cute things. Oh, yes, that's cute, and I nice. Love it. Oh, good for him. And he's got like basically like an Iron Man arm. It's great. It's a good time. I love good it. Good for him. You mean who's your favorite? Peach? El brazo derecho del gigante. Oh, yes, exactly. we've talked about this right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, my favorite character is Kisuke Urahara. Like, Urahara is great. Mm-hmm. I love uh, the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. who, like, is also kind of like a lazy asshole vibe. <laughs> Obviously, if you listen back to our episodes, that's the vibe I tend to, like, relate to the most. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you know he's like super fun he's super laid back he's chill but he's also again the smartest person in the room even if mm-hmm. you don't notice it similar to like a, Shik- a Shikamaru from Naruto vibe mm, right right but yeah I, I love Urahara he's, he's, he's great he's definitely one of the best characters in the anime for me like yeah. I love him and I love he the bucket hat super cool. and every <laughs> floppy haired white boy uh, in the mid 2000s definitely cosplayed this guy yep it's true I mean why not it's I right dated there. one. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, with all of that said, we have your thoughts. We have your favorite character. Seems like there's only one thing left to do. It's time for Is There an MV for That? AMV. Anime music videos. Is there an MV for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Bleach. I feel like I'm going for some very low-hanging fruit here, but maybe I'm totally off vibe. I went with Ghostbusters by Ray (laughs) Ray Parker Jr. (laughs) Because that's what they're doing. 
They're just Ghostbusters with swords. All shiny gummies are Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you are very fortunate that this anime is uh, like old enough. Came out came out during like prime AMV era, mm-hmm. uh, and you know you don't even have the context of things like AMV Hell oh, uh, and God. stuff like that. Oh, so, goodness. but like. You know, with that context, it's so obvious. Like, at this point in the AMV scene, if it was even a remotely funny joke or bit or anything, or even not funny joke or bit or anything, someone made an AMV for it. Sure. And because of that, there's like 50 bleach AMVs to <laughs> Ghostbuster, to, to the Ghostbusters theme by Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> so congratulations, Lauren, you. on your three points. Woo-hoo. Oh, man. Good for me. It's been hit and miss lately. <laughs> Most so I guess it was low-hanging fruit, depend- like, because of those numbers, Lauren. Look at me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it's time. Anyways. Anyways. It's time for the, the super secret, not so secret, bonus round. Lauren, do you think Bleach possibly has an AMV for Evanescence? Bring me to life? Uh, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. There's got to be at yeah, least another like, fifty I'm to one hundred. I'm literally not even gonna look it up. Yeah, I I don't think you need to because it's Bleach. Literally, again, as we just discussed, came out at the amv the peak time. era right like this there are certain animes that i'll never have to question if they exist like if we're doing drive like you know like if we had done dragon ball same thing you don't have to question it mm-hmm. you know uh mm-hmm. yu show bleach as we go through these iconic the 2000s 90s and 2000s animes of course they do there's a guarantee you of know? course they do yeah absolutely that is all that we have. Four points in the book. A kawaii oh success in the book. You absolutely love to see it. And that is all there's love to see as we wrap up this journey. Thank you, Lauren, as always, for taking this trip down another anime with us. Thanks for showing me Bleach. I'm very excited to know more about it now. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. More importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time. A fun time. A Bleach time. A Bun time. A Kai time. But until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And don't don't drink bleach or sniff bleach. No, don't do Lauren. it. Disclaimer. No. Oh, okay, don't okay. sniff bleach like Lauren does. All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. Oh, my God. Bye. Bye.